Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. This week, the Torah continues with the saga of Joseph, favorite son of Jacob, a dreamer, whose nighttime visions of his 11 brothers bowing down to him and serving him lead to animosity, to jealousy, and ultimately, maybe a slight overreaction, Joseph's brothers throwing him into a deep and dark pit to die. Until, of course, a group of Ishmaelite traders come by and the brothers decide to profit off of him instead, selling him into slavery down in Egypt. Years later, falsely accused of a crime by his master's wife, Joseph is sent to jail, which is where he meets Pharaoh's baker and cupbearer, who had raised Pharaoh's ire themselves and had been imprisoned too. They, like Joseph, had dreams, and Joseph offered to interpret them. From their dreams, Joseph correctly prophesied that the baker would be hanged, but that the cupbearer would be restored to Pharaoh's court. Joseph pleads with him, with the cupbearer, once you are back in Pharaoh's favor, remember me. Ask Pharaoh to free me. But the Torah reads, Lo zechar sar hamashkim et Yosef vayishkahehu. Yet the cupbearer did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. Seemingly so close to freedom, Joseph remained stuck in captivity. But the word Joseph uses to refer to his place of incarceration is not the word for jail or prison, but the word bore, a pit, the very same word as before, as that dark and terrifying place his brothers had sent him years before. His earlier trauma still haunted him till that day. How must Joseph have felt being forgotten in that deep and dark place once again? In the words of commentator and teacher Aviva Zornberg, the full terror of the boar, the pit, is precisely that of disappearing without explanation, to be forgotten. Remember, Joseph was forgotten by the cupbearer, but in the fullest sense, he was forgotten by the world. Reading this story this week, I cannot help but think of all the Israeli hostages, 132 of whom remain in the pits and the tunnels of Gaza. They too had dreams, like Ohad Yahalomi, kidnapped from kibbutz near Oz, whose wife Batsheva recounted, we once dreamed of peace with Gaza, yet on our kibbutz, there were entire families, babies, killed. Like 28-year-old Yotam Chaim, who was tragically and mistakenly killed today by Israeli troops, but who, according to his mom a few weeks ago, loved music, had always dreamed of being a famous drummer. 
Thank God, three weeks ago, 105 hostages, mainly women and children, found their way out of that pit. Each one of them was a mother, a son, a daughter, a grandmother, a friend, an entire world. What a true miracle, a true miracle it is that they are safe at home. But in the week since, it feels like too many around the world have forgotten, forgotten the other 132 souls who are still languishing in Gazan pits. Grandmothers, grandfathers, parents, children, they're all still there. In our Torah portion this week, though, we read that Joseph did not stay in that pit forever. Pharaoh's cupbearer finally remembered Joseph. He heard Pharaoh had been having strange dreams, and he remembered Joseph. Pharaoh freed him, and Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams of seven fat and healthy cows being consumed by seven gaunt and starving ones. Seven years of feast and plenty, followed by seven years of hardship and famine. And today, the Jewish people find ourselves in that second category, a hardship, a darkness. Many of us find ourselves in our own pits of despair, worrying about the Jewish state, but also the future of Jews in America, with anti-Semitism alive and well and permitted at the most elite institutions in our society. It can feel, as I've talked with many of you over the last many weeks, overwhelming. We can get distracted by other things. We can forget what's going on in the world, but then it all comes back in waves. We get a news alert on our phone or see a clip of congressional testimony, and we are jolted back to reality. The Israeli poet Yehuda Amichai, he once wrote, the world is filled with remembering and forgetting, like sea and dry land. Sometimes memory is the solid ground we stand on. Sometimes memory is the sea that covers all things, like the flood. And forgetting is the dry land that saves, like Ararat. Sometimes the pain is so strong that we just want to forget. But as Jews, as Jews, it is through memory, precisely through being, through being remembered, that we are saved. In the flood story that Yehuda Amichai, the poet, references, the first dry land that Noah and his ark reach is this place called Ararat. And what precisely causes that flood to finally recede? The Torah reads, Vayizkor Elohim, Vayizkor Elohim, Vayizkor Elohim et Noach, that God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the cattle that were with him in the ark. And God caused a wind to blow across the earth. And then finally, the waters subsided. Just like Joseph, Noah and the world were saved only when they were no longer forgotten. So in times like these, may we, may each one of us remember that we are part of an eternal people, a people stretching back to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to Joseph, 
of people who have been through hardship, through slavery, through expulsion, pogroms, but who every time, every time we have overcome, we have been through so much, and we will make it through this too, not least because we now have a state built on our people's 2,000-year dream of going home. And I'd like to close tonight with one more dream. Some of you may have heard the interview this week on cable news with Yoni Asher. His wife, Daron, four-year, uh, his wife, Daron, his four-year-old, four-year-old daughter, Raz, and two-year-old daughter, Aviv, were taken hostage in Gaza and were freed a few weeks ago. When they return, and you can watch the video, he asked them, did you miss me? Did you, did you think about daddy? And immediately, four-year-old Raz responded, I dreamed every day of coming home. And Yoni, the father, said as he hugged her, your dream came true. May we, may the world never forget. May we always remember the 132 hostages who remain in that pit. And may all of their dreams come true. Can you hear our zone? May it be God's will.